Hello there, my name is Sabrina. Welcome to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Are you a homeschooling mama? Either a first timer, or maybe you've already been at it for years. Maybe you're just thinking about it. I want to encourage you on this journey. Tune in every week to learn hard-won wisdom, practical advice, and tips from other homeschooling moms. You can do this. Welcome back to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. My daughter-in-law asked me recently, if you could go back in time, what would you tell your younger homeschool mom self? Her question came as I was completing my 28th year of homeschooling, and she was just finishing her first. Wow, lots of thoughts popped into my head right away. But later I spent some time reflecting on what I know now. So here follows my proclamation of advice that I would have wanted to hear over and over again through the years. Eight crucial reminders that should have been posted on my kitchen wall to give me encouragement on those days that were hard. I hope they'll lift you up too. First reminder, I love my kids more than even the finest teacher in the world. I am my child's best teacher and their first. After all, I've been instructing them from the very beginning, even in the womb, talking and singing to them, teaching my babies their first sounds, their first words, first prayers, potty training them, instilling in them good manners, please and thank you, memorizing nursery rhymes with them, and so on. No one cares about my kids as much as I do, and no one knows them as well as I do. What makes them tick? What stresses them? How they learn best? I am the right teacher for my children because I'm the one that God has chosen for them, and he has matched these particular children to me. Second reminder, my kids have amazing gifts that are not my gifts. God has blessed them with their own unique talents and passions. As they grow and mature, they'll be discovering those gifts. In our homeschool, they will have the time to pursue their passions. I don't need to worry if I can't teach them difficult subjects like anatomy or physics. Because if that's what they want to learn, we'll figure out a way to do it, and they'll be the ones leading the charge. Third reminder, don't compare us to other homeschooling moms and families. This is such a trap. Comparison will steal the joy of our homeschool journey. Of course, other families will be different from ours. They'll school their children in ways that work best for them, but maybe not for us. Their kids are going to have strengths that my kids won't have. Those other moms will have gifts that I don't have. But if I look at it as a competition, everyone loses. Learn from the variety of approaches and styles in other families. Be inspired by the talents of other people's children. Ask lots of questions about the way they homeschool. We're all in this together, 
and eventually we all benefit from the variety. Fourth reminder, have more fun in our homeschool. Don't let it become a drudgery. I know myself, I'm a stickler for detail, for deadlines, for finishing every page of every book. I can get very caught up in the academic treadmill. Watch out for the stress this can bring to me and to the kids. Beware of times when I think I want to quit. Don't wait until we're all feeling burned out. Purposefully plan fun days into the schedule. Take advantage of field trips with others, museums, libraries, parks, zoos. These are all educational and lots of fun. Make wonderful memories of our homeschool days. Fifth reminder, character traits are more important than the academics. Make sure they are the priority with the kids and start them young. I would rather they be good than smart. Most of all, teach them to love God, to praise and thank Him for all the blessings in their lives, to trust in and rely upon Him when life gets tough, to be repentant before Him about their failures, and instill in them the virtues, kindness, humility, respect for others, obedience, honesty, and cheerfulness. And remember, I must be a model for them in these things. When I'm impatient and prideful, lazy and ungrateful, that is what they will learn and the pattern they will repeat with me, with their brothers and sisters, and with their friends. Remember, I am shaping souls and will need to ask God constantly to make up for my shortcomings in mothering and schooling these precious children he has entrusted to me. And the best thing I can do for my kids is to pray for them and to trust that God will work out the details of their lives according to his perfect plan. Sixth reminder, there are going to be hard days. Days when the baby's sick, days when the computer crashes, Days when the kids are crabby and don't want to do their schoolwork. Days when nothing seems to go right. But you know what? The next day will be amazing because the six-year-old will read a Bob book to me for the first time all by himself. And the teenager will cook a special dinner for the family. Take one day at a time and know that it'll all be worth it in the end. Seventh reminder, don't forget to take care of myself physically, emotionally, and most of all, spiritually. I can't give what I don't have, and I know what this means for me. Physically, I must exercise every day, early in the morning, before the day gets hectic. A brisk half-hour walk in my hilly neighborhood does the trick. Make sure we eat healthy meals and get enough sleep. Beware of those late bedtimes. Emotional care take quiet time to read my own books. One of my favorite ways to stimulate my mind and recharge. My reading cannot be limited to the school to the kids' school books. Have date nights with my hubby and other special times with friends. And remember all of this takes planning. It won't happen unless I'm purposeful. 
meet up with other homeschool moms to get their advice and support. Spiritual well-being, nothing will go well unless God is my rock and my fortress. My relationship with him is the foundation of it all. I can do nothing without him. Psalm 127 reminds me of this. It says, Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is in vain that you rise up early and go to bed late, eating the bread of anxious toil. For he gives to his beloved sleep. And behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. And blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with enemies in the gate. Such a beautiful psalm for us to remember. So the very last thing I would say to my younger self is that it all goes so fast. Yes, the days are long, but the years are short. They'll fly by. The kids will grow up in a flash. Then I would tell myself that about 10 years in the future, an elderly neighbor is going to tearfully express to me that these are the best years of my life and that she would give anything to go back to them. She will say this to me on a day when everything seems to have gone wrong and when I'm juggling two crabby toddlers and running late for a baseball practice. I'll look at her lovely, quiet, orderly house and wonder. But her words will come back to me over and over again throughout the years, and I'll know that she was right and that being a homeschool mom was the best job in the world that I had the privilege of being with my favorite people 24-7, living, loving, and learning together. That's it for today. Hope this was uh, helpful to you and lift you up. Uh, I know we're all getting ready to start schooling soon here. So uh, share this with a friend if it's helpful, and we'll see you next week.